See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello, hello, and welcome back, all of you in the podcast listener world. Welcome to Slow Robot Agogo, show number six. I hope you are all feeling gloriously intergalactic and funky, because this week's show is going to be none other than Sun Ra's Space is the Place. My name is Mao. I'm coming to you from the world of K-pop and Octopus Served Still Moving. Yeah. Before I get into the uh, to the show, <clears throat> I'm going to do some listener mail. We received a letter from our friend Val, who says, uh, who is referring to the last... Uh, two shows ago where it was where we did uh, not of this earth the um the 1988 version of not of this earth this is Val's email uh the 1988 version of not of this earth was actually produced by Roger Corman he's the same one who did the 1957 version uh of course it stars the great Tracy Lords uh fresh from leaving her porn career <laughs> wow now i have to go out and see that one uh and not of this earth was remade again in 1997 well, that's interesting. So there's, there's, it's been remade twice. So there's three versions of it. The 1997 version um, has Michael York playing the anemic alien. Haven't seen this one though. Also produced by Roger Corman. Wow. Okay, so Roger Corman has produced Not of This Earth three times. <clears throat> if he doesn't watch it, he's gonna get the be the same as Spielberg. Just keep redoing. Uh, you know, just keep changing the same thing. Uh, the 1957 version, uh, which you reviewed, is available in the new Corman Classics DVD set along with Attack of the Crab Monsters and War of the Satellites. Uh, beautiful prints on all three movies, much better than the old VHS copies. So that's really cool to know. So go out and get the Corman Classic. You're getting three uh, really crazy movies. Okay, he goes on to say, Dick Miller, who was a Corman regular and later was in Bucket of Blood, played the beatnik door-to-door vacuum salesman. Okay, yes, I remember, I remember there was a... The vacuum salesman was another one that ended his life in the basement of the alien. Jonathan Hayes uh, was also in Little Shop of Horrors, along with Jack Nicholson, in, in, a very, in, the, in a very early role. Beverly Garland was also a Corman regular and his girlfriend at the time. She later went on to do lots of TVs, uh, most notably in My Three Sons, playing Fred McMurray's wife. Another great Beverly Garland role was in Carmen was in Corman's It Conquered the World with Peter Graves and Lee Van Cleef. Thank you very much, Val. You always send such good input. Um, so that I look forward to hearing what he has to say about this week's. Cause space is the place is is a black exploitation movie that is just glorious. Okay, I'm going to drop in a quick um the intro section where um basically uh the first scene uh, Sun Ra is on an alien planet and he's deciding that it's going to be just groovy for 
all the black um, all the black people from Earth who have been oppressed by Whitey long enough. Um, I'm also not really sure what the current fine thing is to say, so I'm going to just say black. Um, if that's not correct politically, sorry. I don't mean any offense by anything. I'm white, so there you go. Um, I, I get lost in that, like, African-American or black or whatever. I don't think it matters if you have no ill, Ill will, and I don't, so there you go. Um, okay, so I'm going to drop in Sun Ra's first groovy-licious um, opening intro, uh, and then I'll come back. star of this movie um, is a very interesting fellow. He's one of those uh, musicians that kind of redefines and makes his own 
he makes his own uh, genre, you know. No one can say, you know, that, that they're on the same level of his music. I mean, he, he kind of does his own deal. Apparently, at one point, he claimed, not one point, he uh, he claimed he was from Saturn. So, yeah, take that for what that's worth. Um, and that until he died, from 1950-something until he died, he said he was born uh, from in, on Saturn. So partly this mu partly this is um, like a, a musical documentary, and partly this is a sci-fi black exploitation. It's a very interesting combination going on in this movie. For this and any further um, black exploitation movies that I do, I'm going to um, I'm going to make up a scale right now, and that'll be my baseline scale because I do watch a lot of. Um, um, black exploitation movies, mostly the biker stuff, um, but I have uh, I have all of the Rudy Raymore, you know Dolomite. I have the Dolomite box set, and I have a lot of that kind of stuff. So I, I'm sure sooner or later I'll get to that, or get to those, and like the Black Gestapo and stuff like that. There's there's tons of it out there. Um, I'm gonna call it like the Spike Lee rating. So basically, when I talk about how how much hatred the movie has toward Whitey. I'm going to use the Spike Lee um, um, rating. A zero Spike Lee rating means they're just like a normal person. Like, you know how most people go through life and they don't really care if you're black or white or, or Asian or whatever. It doesn't matter. There's, there's zero care towards somebody's race or ethnicity. Okay, that's going to be a zero Spike Lee rating. Now, on, it's going to be a 0 to 10 rating. So at a 10 rating, that means Whitey comes across like he does in Spike Lee movies. Basically a mixture of, if Hitler and Satan had a baby, that's what white folk are. So, you know, t 10 Spike Lee rating is the absolute, you, you know, white man is the devil, and his only purpose in everyday life always is to put, you know, uh, African Americans down. And zero being what normal people are. I'm going to rate this about a four. It's not specifically whitey, like I hate whitey, but there's a lot of like the 70s discourse, like, you know, um, you know, there's a couple bumbling um, uh, white folk from NASA. Yes, it was called NASA, not NASA. So NASA has a couple of rocket scientists that are trying to steal Sunrise, or get to Sunrise, like how he's an interstellar, you know, traveler. And of course they um, they slap um, prostitutes because they couldn't get it up, and the black prostitutes laughed at him. So they and like the white and whitey was um, you know, said the N word a lot of times. And and the whole goal is to get black people off of planet Earth because it's being they're being put down by Whitey. That that gets it a, a, a spikely rating of about a, a four. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't directly like they wanted to kill Whitey. They just wanted to leave. So you know, a five would be tinging towards killing Whitey, but not saying it. And then of course, ten being the worst would mean it's a it's yeah so basically they didn't really want to kill whitey they just didn't like whitey
that gets that gets it a four rating. So basically the plot, I'm going to read this, um, not word for word, but I'm going to read it from uh, a couple different sources I have. You know, Sun Ra, who has been reported lost since his European tour of in June of 1969, lands on a new planet in outer space with his crew, the Orchestra, um, and decides to settle African Americans on this planet. The medium of transportation he has chosen is music. He travels back in time and returns to Chicago to a Chicago strip club where he used to play piano with the name Sonny Ray in 1943. There he confronts the overseer, who's played by Ray Johnson, a pimp overlord. Um, and it was very glorious seeing a, a faux 1943 um, strip club with uh, Ray Johnson strolling in with his white pimp overlord outfit on. It was good. Um, and they agreed on a duel at cards for the fate of the black race. Each card drawn is a minor goal to achieve for Ra or the Overseer, which will determine the winner of the duel. Then, to present time, Ra disembarks uh, from his spaceship in Oakland and tries to spread his word by, the meaning, uh, by uh, meeting with black youths in an Oakland youth center and opening an employment agency to recruit people eager to move to to the planet. He also agrees with Jimmy Fay, the minion of the Overseer, to arrange radio interviews, uh, a record album, and eventually a concert that will help him uh, dictate his message. In the end, Rod takes Fay's black parts and leaves and with him to the spaceship, leaving him uh, with his white parts. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Faye, now acting white, leaves the overseer who loses the duel. Uh, the planet Earth is destroyed after Ra's spaceship flies into space. Ra's great, greatest adversary in his quest is the overseer, incarnation of evil in black community who poses himself uh, to be a community le leader and a man of charity, but in fact he is a tool of, of the power structure. Ra is also pursued by white government agents, presumably the FBI, who attempt to assassinate him. Um, and the Jimmy Fay character is a representation of black people in entertainment and mass media. So basically, as most, as with most black exploitation movies and most B movies, I'm I'm not picking at black exploitation most B-movies, it's kind of broken, you know, it's a it's a broken tale, but it does have its, it's it is pretty cool, you know, basically, um, Sun Ra is, he's the good guy trying to, championing to save, um, championing to save all, all the black race from, from Whitey, and he goes to Oakland, and it's kind of curious that he's like that interstellar, um, traveler that he goes to 1943 then he goes to present and and like um does all this different stuff you know to and there's the mix of characters is really strange ra is is with his two like, he has two people that are like with him all the time but you don't see them because they're wearing like egyptian headdresses like the dog headdresses you remember from like stargate remember those those weird dog heads they're wearing those the, the the costumes from the interstellar folk are really um 70s funkadelic 
with a really heavy dose of of Egyptian, you know, the eye of Ra and all that kind of stuff is going on. And um, so it's a neat premise, and I do like the way, um, you know, the way he uses music and stuff like that. The acting is when you look when you look at, at IMDb and you look at all the all the actors, they all have one title, you know, uh, this one, Space is the Place. So that kind of tells you what kind of acting you're watching. They all say their lines like this. And one of the other in, one of the other interesting things is that um, Sun Ra was he wrote his own lines, which is why you get long pauses and also very confusing, strange strangely worded sentences like when he talks you're like is that Yoda or is that stoned Yoda or what is that you know and you and you, you understand about what he's saying you just don't really know what the hell he's saying because um, he's like that mixture of Yoda and Jerry Garcia and I guess like a touch of I don't know, who's incoherent like Ozzy. I don't know, if you put them in a blender and poured it out, that's what these lines sound like, because they're really trippy and weird. Um, so, And there's various places, you know. Uh, the, when they do the card deal, that when they're dealing the cards, um, the Overseer and Ra, it's kind of cool, because it's set like, you can tell it's a different planet, you know, they, zo they zoom out, and they have like these weird tarot card kind of things going on. And the setting's neat, and it's just kind of cool, you know. Uh, I I do I liked those parts a lot. I liked Ray Johnson as the overseer. He was actually a very good actor. I mean, I mean he's very good in those in that part. He was very believable. <laughs> he he reminded me of the devil from um, Crossroads. If anyone ever remembers seeing that, with the you know the Karate Kid playing the guitar, the blues guitar thing, the devil in that. <laughs> very similar character so you know and and there's a lot of ho slapping and and you know and 70s action going on i'm gonna say uh, you know overall you know basically of course ra saves the black folk they get off the planet and it blows up they didn't the planet blowing up was kind of rough. It, 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 they didn't even use a globe. It was just kind of like this messy ball, and they showed it blowing up and then just kind of floated around. Um, I will say, you know, Space is the Place is a 70s time capsule of awesome. You know, uh, you had, like, the pimp life, and you had very hairy people. Um, I I kind of, after watching it, I kind of went away with this, with better understanding how confusing and strange early 70s really were. I was born in 1970. I know, I'm old. And growing up in the 70s, you don't remember your childhood. You, you just, you remember when you hit stride. So I remember like the 80s, which were not, which, which was a very messy, weird decade. But when you go back and you watch the early 70s stuff, you know, and all of its hairy furry, weird glory. It's it's really something. 
because you you really get a get a sense for how they realized like there's a there's an influence of the 60s but that's gone now and everyone knows that's gone now but they still want to believe you know what i mean like they still like they like i think in the early 70s they still wanted to believe the peace and love stuff but but it was gone now they were you know to keep on trucking uh and cbs and all that fun stuff you know so as a time capsule very fun and very cool as a movie i thought it was it was good you know it was a good movie and i hope you can't hear that strange vibrating noise from the studio here okay it's gone now so overall like i said the uh it wasn't too 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 much of the hate whitey stuff um they do say the n-word a lot which i don't really know how to feel about the n-word you know it's in tarantino makes sure he says it once in every movie i don't know why um he just does uh dead end storage comes to mind from uh, pulp fiction but and also i hear it so much in in like popular culture music wise of course it's you know black people saying it to black people like i don't say it because you know i don't even know what that like that word doesn't really even mean that much to me I, i wouldn't say it so i don't know what you know what does it matter so when i hear it in movies i don't really know i get it from that from the 70s perspective they were kind of showing how racist america white americans are uh, nowadays i don't really know how to feel about it the word the word doesn't like if you hear it you just hear it in like in music right i don't, I don't have you ever heard anyone say it really like really i don't you know i don't know so when i when i hear it in the movies it it doesn't it kind of just drifts by me i it's i understand it's a word of like hatred but it's kind of lost its 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 twinge you know in my pers- from my perspective the only real um person it's fine to make fun of are nazis and white males i mean it's open game on white males now they just haven't found out a, they just have no one's figured out a word to really get to us you know uh because you can't if anyone says the n-word oh my god you're like you're a racist you know, you can't make fun of anyone's culture or ethnicity to any degree god help you if you make fun if you say something bad about a woman then then you're you're a nazi so really the only people that do actually get dis- not discriminated against but you know that do get picked on and we can't retaliate are white folk and nazis so i hope that uh the nazis are always around to make fun of so eventually maybe white males from america will stop being the laughing stock of every commercial and every movie you know if it's, it's sad so basically i'm going to go on to the movie like overall i'd say it's a good movie it's a fun movie it is a black exploitation movie so there's going to be um there's nudity full frontal um uh one white stripper named chili pepper i think and one black stripper are the overlords you know main women and um so they're often nude and uh i didn't see a boom mic so that was surprising 
Um, usually in these B-movies you see a boom mic at some point. I was looking, too. And uh, we did get the, the movie title, 35 minutes in, blam. It was part of a logo, you know, on a door. It says Space is the Place. I was like, there you go. We got title. So 23 minutes on, uh, we got the title. So that was fairly good. That was right there with it. Um, you know, I'm going to say if it's... Again, most of these, I can't say go out and buy them. This one here, if you like black exploitation, um, it's worth buying. But when one of the things when it got to the like the ending, of course, he has this concert, Sun Ra, and it's Sun Ra and it's orchestra. I'm not saying that funny. That's it's it, he he writes it not orchestra, orchest orchestra. It's very trippy. I want to say. Like, the music he plays is, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's almost like, like, I like Pink Floyd, and I like some of that really, the, the earlier psychedelic stuff from the 60s and 70s. You know, I don't, I think it's very interesting, and it's really great. That's not my main genre of music, but I like it. I don't dislike it. Then there's, like, the, um... Like the super funkadelic trippy stuff, you know, um, like the funkadelics, or you know whatever. The where it's really out there, and that's where that's that's uh, Sun Ra's category of music. When I listened to it, I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" You know, they just kind of keep saying the one phrase over and over, and then, you know, it's not Kill Whitey, but it whatever. Oh, like the Earth isn't in line, I forget what the name, what, what the hell did they say, something like, um, all the other planets are in line except for Earth, like, we, we have it backwards, which I'm assuming means whitey should be the slaves, and, you know, black should be, um, uh, whatever, on the top of the food chain, or the top of the totem pole, they actually say that <laughs> at one point, you know, I don't, the other thing, I, from my perspective, um, I don't really see where a lot of that comes from. See, hatred towards oh, saying oh, whitey's keeping everyone down or, you know, or all, or whenever somebody says a generalization about a race, in reality, everyone is just a jerk going to work. We're all just jerks trying to go to work, do the best for our family. I never have seen or been part of any big conspiracy where, you know, people sat around with cigars laughing at the misfortunes of others. I really don't know where that whole perspective comes from because it's so wrong. You know, I mean, literally everyone is just trying to make a living. Most people are trying to do be to be nice, to be nice people to those around you. You know, I've never really met a very super evil overlord. I'd like to. I mean, I don't want them to kill me, but I'd love to meet like an overlord where like you know, he kicks a puppy and he goes, ha, 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 he puts a cigar out on, on somebody's hand, you know, not my hand or my dog, but, you know, I, I, I don't know, I don't really think there is any of those evil overlords anymore. I don't think there ever was. It's just something that people throw around to make, to make you think, oh, yeah, you know, Whitey made the ghettos and, and, and all this stuff, and you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, like, we don't... I was never at any meetings. I don't. I don't have a card. I don't have a whitey card. And that might be something I have to look into. Cause I sure would like to have more money. And if I could have a snifter of brandy and a cigar and like laugh cackly evilly, 
that might be alright. I should, I should, I'll look into that. And if I do find that, I'll give everyone a heads up. But by and large, not so much. So yeah, the whole premise of Whitey keeping people down is a bit touchy to me. I don't really, you know, I don't know. And now I'm getting all heavy, man. You know, and I should get to an intergalactic plane where this is just what it is. A wacky B-movie. I'm... I don't know what the um, budget for this was. I couldn't find it online. I'm fairly certain it was like 30 bucks, maybe. I don't know, give or take. I'm going to round up and say 40 bucks. Uh, it was a decent movie. It's kind of interesting to see Oakland back in the day, back before it was Oakland of today, which I don't think an intergalactic alien would want to plop down in Oakland nowadays. Unless he was painted up like a Raider fan, and then people would just laugh at him, because he's a Raider fan. Okay, that's it. I'm going to say, yes, definitely see this movie. I haven't really picked, you know, I have, to, I have to pick out a movie that's horrid. Like, I haven't said, oh my god, don't watch this movie yet. Um, if you like exploitation or if you, if you view it for what it is, just a, a movie um, with some social commentary, please feel free. It's great. Uh, it's a great movie. Decent enough uh, production value, you know, is is good. So go out, and I would say try and find it on Netflix. I wouldn't suggest buying this one, um, only because, you know, unless you're really a big exploitation fan, then you wouldn't, it wouldn't have any reason to be on your DVD shelf. If you love Shaft and Dolomite, and... You know some of those other ones I've I mentioned, like you know the Black Six or the Black Gestapo. Then yeah, buy it. All right, I look forward to hearing your comments about the show. Please make sure you email me if you have my email address. If not, please leave a comment at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Make sure you check out any many of my other uh, different outlets, such as my travel blog. Uh, which is kimchiagogo.wordpress.com or check me out as a semi-regular contributor to bunchofdorks.com. Bunch of Dorks is a podcast that's on iTunes. It's uh, 205 shows now, so I have quite a ways to catch up to that one. And, all right, I'm going to leave you with the final scene from Space is the Place. And please make sure you get on that intergalactic plane and all that other stuff, Sun Ra says. Peace out.
in place. Space in place. 